How can you prevent being scammed? Oh, so many people out there that are trying to separate us from our money. And our Scott Chance is here to talk about that, especially on the phone, Scott. Yes, the the phone is a classic way because unfortunately, lots of scammers are going after people who are elderly and elderly people still use the phone. They answer the phone at home, no call display, no nothing. And they just assume that people are calling for the right reason and they're not. This is happening a lot, uh, and it feels like, especially in the last few weeks, I've noticed more scam calls. Well, yeah, the, it's a new year, so um, I guess people just quotas. assume that- These yes, scammers have quotas, <laughs> too. They absolutely do. It's a huge business, and it's not just phones, Simi. They're also doing it on email and social media and text. We know all of these things are happening. So I got in touch with Rachel Jolliker. She is the Director of Cyber Market Intelligence and Financial Crimes at Interact, so they deal with a ton of- this stuff. And she is very versed on some new big scams that are coming in 2024. And I asked her, because this is this is the problem for me, is is there a way to know you're being scammed before you're, you lose the money, like before you've actually been scammed? There are certainly some telltale signs. They often build a story. They don't come right at you with the opportunity. So I'll give you an example of one scam that is really gained a lot of momentum uh, late last year, and, and we're seeing it right now in January, is investment scams. Okay. So uh, even I've been, you know, I've been approached, and they'll make it not like it's an investment scam, but they'll accidentally message you. Often it's through uh, channels such as WhatsApp, and they'll just come at you, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm trying to reach a friend. I thought that was you. And then they'll start engaging you in a conversation and almost a relationship where they're gaining your trust. And this will take time. So that requires a significant amount of investment on their side, but it also accounts for making sure that you don't see all the telltale signs right away. So eventually they'll get you in and then they'll say, oh, by the way, I've been investing in this portfolio, crypto, usually cryptocurrency And they make you try it and not large sums amount of money, but a little bit and a little bit. And then they'll show you fake returns. And that's where usually the person just kind of falls victim and gives more and more funds. And it takes a long time for them to to figure out that it is a scam. Hmm. Two really interesting things there. The first one is that they that idea that, oh, sorry, I wasn't trying to call you. This was a mistake. So people sort of feel lucky, right? It's not like, hey, I'm reaching out to you and 100 other people. It's like, oh, no, I got in touch with you by mistake. But since we're talking anyway, uh, I have this great opportunity. So it all seems really sort of natural and organic. But on their end, it's totally planned out. Yes, absolutely. Which is why it can be a little bit challenging to find those those telltale signs. But there are ways. So you have to think about this person has never found you before, right? So all of a sudden when you're kind of wrapped into it, you just have to stop for a moment and go, what what is the likelihood of this person who by accident reached out to me and now we've built a relationship and now is offering investment advice? So they will, I have never met this person and I'm going to give them money to invest on my behalf. Right. Yeah. And the other thing you mentioned uh, was cryptocurrency, because this is a thing that, you know, is out there. And we know that. uh, Do you feel like cryptocurrency is a big part of scams? Yes, uh, it is. And and it's just because sometimes it 
to your point, it's hard for people to understand. So they, they need someone to help them navigate through. And it can be also challenging getting your funds back uh, because you can't just walk into your financial institution and ask them to withdraw the funds, right? It's, it's more complicated. So absolutely, yes, that, that plays a big part. Now, what should somebody do if they get themselves into this situation and they realize that they are uh, being scammed? So the first thing I would say is call the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center to report this. They'll help them uh, go through the motion, most likely report it to law enforcement. I think that's that's very important. Um, And don't, you know, the first thing I should have said is don't give any more money and don't share additional personal information to usually these criminals not only ask for funds, but they ask for personal information. So then they can use it either against you or they can use it in future fraud cases. So three easy steps here is just stop, scrutinize, speak up. And by stop, it's like don't feel pressure into taking action. If they're asking you for something and they're pressuring you, just take a moment. Scrutinize, think about it, do your research. There's a lot of resources online. Intrac has some resources. And I mentioned the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center. And then really speak up. So talk to friends and family uh, report it to law enforcement and to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center. Okay, great. Now, you mentioned the, that, oh, I got in touch with you by mistake scam. Is there any other sort of big ones that people should be aware of? A common scam that that works uh, regardless of time of year is the online marketplace scam. Um, as there's scarcity, there will be a higher demand. And then people might go in non-traditional ways of buying these goods and services. So they'll walk away from from stores, go more online, and then online marketplace. Uh, that is a huge opportunity for, for criminals because it doesn't require a lot of investments. They They put an ad online and people will buy it. So think of concert tickets, uh, sporting events that are in high demand. I know that um, Taylor Swift announced a concert in Vancouver, I believe, for, for at the end yep. of this year. Hot. It's a hot so, ticket. <laughs> and it was a hot ticket here in Toronto as well. And we saw that as soon as Taylor Swift announced uh, her concert and the dates, we saw fake ads on online marketplace advertising those tickets, even though those those tickets weren't available yet. So we know there's an opportunity there. Those criminals are going to take advantage of it. So I would suggest do your due diligence and maybe stick to traditional buying method and go through those those resources. Rachel Jolliker, she's Director of Cyber Market Intelligence and Financial Crimes at Interac. Beware the fake Taylor Swift tickets. Cindy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Also, I love it when I get one of those text messages where they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm looking forward. I just play along. Right. Love it. I love to see how long I can get people to communicate with me. That is a fun game. I, I don't have the time to do that. It amuses me. But it is it is really fun. I love when people <laughs> post their, their, when they got the getter, yes. when they got the scammer, those are the best. Most of the time, they always give up because I'm starting to engage, being like, oh yeah, hey, what's new with you? And then they just go, when can we meet for a beer? I haven't seen you in forever. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Thank you for that, Scott. Great advice there.